0: otherwise known as strike force three and please stay tuned for the story that will make john melendez leave the democrat party as always i'm america's most beloved co-host christian blatt joined boy eric zane or as he was known in college easy mac and of course carl hamburger who say what you want about him he always pays his bets unless he has to drive to indiana Good afternoon, gentlemen.
1: What is happening, Christian Black? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, Eric Zane. We got episode four. Who are these broadcasters, in case you couldn't tell from our very long theme song? (laughs) I hope we get a longer one next week. Well, I'll work on that. We'll do the (laughs) extended version of it. Um, I want (laughs) to get right into our local news because, boy, did it rain at Burning Man. Oh,
2: others imitate. We appreciate it. WATP, who are these local newscasters? Who are these newscasters?
1: And let's get right into the local coverage.
3: It is soaking wet here at Burning Man. Look at this water.
1: Hours
4: after the rain came down in the Nevada desert this week, a flood of social media posts from festival goers at this year's Burning Man Festival, including from this Bay Area resident, searching for
3: a silver lining. But over here, is a double rainbow look at that
0: look at that look at that
4: the pop-up community of black rock city hosts to more than seventy thousand people each year during the nine-day event transformed into a muddy mess prompting festival organizers to shut things down
3: burning man
1: water man so much water we are flooded we're gonna be stuck here at least a couple days (laughs)
2: <laughs> what a miserable fiasco this is
0: yeah i, uh, I i've never been uh, excited to see footage from burning man uh until this year <laughs> this i can't get enough of this i don't know about you guys well, but it's, I, uh, I think what's crazy about this is that basically
1: the local news is who are these socials they don't even have <laughs> cameramen anymore they just pull yeah. all the videos off of facebook and report the news story like hey we're, we're also looking at your facebook feed and this is what we saw like, why do i need local <laughs> news ahead. for this they're like, look, we've got some
2: great pictures of people pointing down at their feet, trudging through mud. If you were to look, you would see constantly online just pictures, different people who are putting duct tape around their shoes, and that's the news about Burning Man. Right? And they were making this. They were making such a big deal about this. Like, hundreds were dead, and one oh, yeah. person died. And it's probably some asshole who OD'd or something like that. Some rich fuck in his motorhome. This is this is actually good that this happened, in my opinion.
0: Well, well, and I appreciate the uh, Zumakian level commentary of Burning Man, Waterman. <laughs> pretty good stuff.
5: Yay, super chats.
1: Nelson's TAS and Game Archive for five bucks. John took down his stream. Someone sent him a scat porn PFP. Now, who do that, T. He? DG now reading every chat first. Still not helping. Doo Doo Warrior. Oh, I forget that we're up against. Uh, stuttering john at this time now this time slot that's hilarious yeah, i think i think that'll come up later like we're gonna review
2: <laughs> john right it, 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 yeah that,
0: it
1: might it might come up yeah, i think yeah, so I forgot i'm to excited send
0: my, an invite but <laughs> I'm first so we, excited.
1: Have, we gotta learn more about what's going on at uh burning man with a first-hand account they literally are telling people to go pee on the ground and save
0: the porta potty for foul <laughs> movements. I, I know that's a short clip, but uh, it was my favorite part of the coverage is the, uh, yeah, well, you're all going to piss on the ground. <laughs> Let's save the porta-potties just for shit. And that account is, is a, a mom of someone who's there who, like, the kid had, like, a sat phone, and he talked to her, but is not going to call the local news from the sat phone, you know. God, God forbid you actually have on the ground reporting on this incident.
5: Talk <laughs> also-
2: You know, oh, I'm sorry, Carl, I didn't really know a lot about this event. I had heard about it in the past, but I couldn't tell you the specifics about it. This has turned into like a several day long commercial for Burning Man.
0: Eric, are your friends not all assholes? I didn't realize that. Oh, good for you. I've heard a lot about Burning Man over the years.
1: Yeah, my buddy uh, Dick Masterson always goes to uh, Burning Man, so that's really the only connection I have to it. So this idea that they want you to just pee wherever you are, this would be amazing. This is the policy at Bills games, because the tailgating before the Bills game in the parking lot, the line for the port johns I'm like, can I just go behind the car? Is it I really have to go stand in line for all this time? But I don't know. It seems like a, a good thing to me. I thought that was a, a yeah. pretty good policy they had. Yeah, Sure. So, obviously, Eric, you're not taking this real seriously. You're like, oh, so it rained in the desert, big whoop, who gives a shit? But I want you to know, some people got stuck there because it was so muddy, their cars couldn't drive out. But thankfully, the celebrities were able to get out of there easily. Dj Diplo was there with comedian Chris Rock. They wanted to get out of that area so bad they walked that five miles in the mud before they Ooh. were picked up by a fan. Diplo posted this video on X, trying to make the most out of the very muddy situation.
2: You imagine if somebody smacked the shit out of Chris Rock when he's in the back of that fucking truck, he goes flying on
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's your first thought about this. Someone smashing Chris Rock in the face. I mean, what does that ever happen? If someone wanted to punch Chris Rock. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: I was just trying to imagine how long it would take Chris Rock to walk five miles as opposed to, you know, a normal sized human. And uh, I was just uh, assuming it took a little while. But uh, sweet Nick's jacket, by the way, on Chris yeah. Rock
2: Nick's <laughs> jacket. And, and, and out of all the coverage, I think it's the only black guy
1: I saw in all the footage. Good <laughs> <You can> point.
0: <laughs> so I have a, a pretty uh, dumb question
1: about this. Um, why is this news? What specifically makes this news that
0: these people left so, the festival? The fact that uh, that Chris Walk Chris Rock knows how to walk 5 miles, that doesn't strike you as news, no, Carl? All it right. doesn't. I guess you define news differently in Rochester. Yeah, I've <laughs> walked for an hour news. before. It's not that impressive. <laughs> and and Diplo was there too. All right, you're just missing it, all right? All right uh, this yeah. is uh, This is what passes for entertainment during a writer's and I guess it's not for me. Seaboss4044, a member
1: for two months. Thank you very much. Another day, another Carl show from the Carl Network. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's not the Carl Network. That's what Vinny said it was. It's not. (laughs) Dr. Steve said that shit. And then Nelson's TAS and Game Archive for another $2. How is that man burning with that rain and stuff? A little chip. Fucking home run, Nelson. Well... Another place where you're not going to see anything burning is in Florida with uh, Edalia. Hurricane Edalia coming through. And, of course, whenever you have a hurricane, the reporters cannot wait to get out in the elements and show you how brave they are. I mean, these are – fuck first responders. These reporters that go out there with a a cameraman and show us what's really going on is what we need. Yeah, you feel it, too. Even under here. I mean, it's sideways –
2: Go. <laughs> Looks like he's doing the safety dance. <laughs> been in a situation before. Be, what the fuck? You gotta laugh, right? <laughs> but, go. Um,
1: Wow. <laughs> and, <that's> like, oh. <laughs> and away he goes. <laughs> <laughs> now, why was the camera so steady through all of that? What's going on here? Because he threw himself on the ground. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. How else is he going to get a local Emmy, Carl? Good point.
1: So you're not buying this? Uh, this no, wind was taking no. him away.
0: Never. 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 No, I've, I I saw a mime in Central Park try to convince us it was windy one day, and uh, he was a he was a little bit better than this guy. I saw that guy. He was stuck in a box when I was walking by. <laughs> Felt bad for him. All right. And he was trying to walk his pet elephant. It was really a crazy day for that. T- <laughs> All right. Mime humor. Uh, Eric. Yeah. You, now you go. What's your mime joke?
1: <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew, I knew he'd come through.
0: All right. This is why people love this show.
1: CNN is going to be there. Their boots on the ground reporting what's going on. And this is very serious. People's property is being damaged. Roads are turning into rivers. Sarah,
2: so uh, we're
1: going to step away from this, uh, this the, 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 the seriousness of
2: this storm for- <laughs> that's, a tough, that's a young John that's John 30 years ago <laughs> yeah, three years ago Sarah, so uh, we're going to step away from this uh, this the, 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 the seriousness of this storm for just one second, got to bear with me because this is something you don't see every day, guys, guys, what are
0: you doing? <laughs> literally we are, this is a very new way to beat rush hour traffic on bay shore boulevard in tampa these guys are kayaking down this major thoroughfare tampa over my shoulder here
1: i mean look at that i don't want to minimize the serious nature of this storm but this is what people are dealing with in tampa as we speak what a
2: way to break it down he said (laughs) i mean look at that (laughs) yeah I don't
0: want to make fun of these assholes, but look at these fucking assholes rowing down the street, right? Well, I was uh, like, these oh, guys, sorry. they're not even excited to be on television.
1: They're like, leave me no. the fuck alone. I'm going to work. All right, asshole? <laughs> Uh, to yeah. me, this
2: is also set up by the TV station.
1: Those are those are interns from the TV mm, station. Okay, you might be onto something there. But I, I do love how the guy was like, "Listen, I know this is very serious. We're going to take a break here right now. This is the network yeah. that was propagandizing people for four years with Russian collusion and COVID and all this shit." Now oh, like, here we go. Now they're like, "All right, oh yeah, no, <laughs> CNN's always on the up and up, Eric, for sure. Yeah, that's why they're still in airports." And now, okay. now they're CNNs going like, all right, now guys, this is really serious. It's okay to have a little levity. It's fine. There, there's a
0: lot of water in Florida. We know. No, no, it's the, uh, the, no, the no fun news network. Come on, we, oh, we, we gotta right. we gotta shoot it straight, Carl.
2: Okay, well, I believe everything I'm heard, Carl. What the fuck is wrong with <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I know you do. I know.
0: <laughs> fuck. D- don't don't tell them about the moon landing, Carl. We'll save that oh, for next shit. week. Oh shit. get Did Alex you guys sign on
2: here? Did you guys hear COVID's coming back? Let's bring back the masks.
4: Yeah,
1: let's go. Bring baby. on the masks. Lock it down. That worked so well last time. Do it again. All right. So apparently, some people in Florida—and as you guys know, I'm now a Floridian, a part-time Floridian—some of the people there are not too bright. And you would think they'd be used to this kind of weather. They would know how to navigate it. Not this gentleman. He's riding his bicycle. In at least, I would say, three and a half foot deep water. What the fuck. Looks like the <laughs> intro to the monkeys.
2: <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. uh. Fucking Peter Torque, you asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, that is ridiculous. Look at him. He's singing because he's, he's got his fat tire bike. He can get through yeah. anything. Thank God that happened to him.
0: I Jesus. mean, look, in his defense, he did get pretty far. You know, he got to the middle of the road. (laughs) I don't know if you know this, guys, but uh, the water is
1: actually not good for the chain. It's the reason why they don't have bike washes like they have car washes you kind of don't that's want to true. do that yeah you don't want to just submerge your your bike in three foot deep water i like but.
2: i like how he's uh looking out for his safety with the helmet but yeah. is not at all concerned <laughs> about uh go, going into a sinkhole the size of the grand
1: canyon you're not gonna hit your head sir <laughs> trust me <laughs> that's a good point i need to th- pick up on that all right and we having enough fun with uh with these idiots in florida We're doing it. We're having fun. Uh, Carl, have fun with
2: everything you talk about.
1: Then let's have (laughs) some fun with the idiots in Washington. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits. And we all know uh, Steve Ducey is bringing all the important questions when there's a White House press conference going on. And this uh, is no different. It seems like the
4: hurricane response so far is... Robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just
2: easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation?
1: Boom! Roasted.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck! Is that awesome? God damn it! Is that great?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I I think uh, Pete Ducey was on vacation for a little while. They referenced it later in the in this uh, this briefing, and uh, I was surprised we hadn't had him on the show yet. But uh, my favorite part of the clip is not his question, but uh, take a look at uh, NBC News correspondent Peter Alexander, who's yep. seated right next to him, and he just has this look on his face like. Oh, boy, this is <laughs> again, isn't it? Yes.
1: I, I like that first off, we're pretending that Biden has anything to do with anything the federal government does. Like, right. Yeah, we're we're waiting for what he wants us to do. Oh, he's napping? Okay, we'll wait. The other thing, I can answer this question. I'm, I'm not the press secretary, as you guys know, but someday I will be. Um, the answer is Hawaii's on the other side of the fucking world. All <laughs> right? Yeah. It's their own That's damn fault sh- for being so far away. She should
2: have said that. You should have said, "Hey, asshole!" You know how far away that is, <laughs> right?
0: I mean, also, Mr. Ducey, votes in Florida matter. Votes in Hawaii, eh, you know.
2: Yeah, and and who's the fucking plain Jane who just rolled out of bed behind him?
1: <laughs> Holy shit! Feel free to put on some makeup when you're going to be on television. <laughs> Get dolled up, there, Toots. <laughs> All right, so let's get – now, that seemed like a serious um, topic. Not a serious question, but a serious topic. Yeah. Let's have a little more fun now because that's what we want to do when we're talking to uh, the head of the, the free world. We want to get to the bottom of important issues. Does President Biden wanna limit Americans to two beers a week? Where is this coming from?
5: Maybe I I didn't miss you so much. Where is this this
1: coming from? All right, well, (laughs) uh, Dr. George Koob, who is the uh, director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, says the U.S. may soon follow Canada
4: and recommend just two beers a week. How do you guys think that's gonna go? Let
1: me tell you what I'm not gonna get involved in in uh in that in that question right there i
5: i have no idea i've not seen the data uh i cannot speak to this uh i will leave it to the experts and not what
1: answer the fucking question (laughs) that's an important question i am i happen to be a single issue voter and this is my (laughs) issue answer the question
0: Well, uh, Carl, I'm glad you reacted the way you did, because this is what I teased in the intro. If there is anything that would get John Melendez to no longer be beating the drum for the Democrat Party, it's this issue. If they really get out in front of two beers a week, I don't even know that he could go an hour without two beers. I mean, when
1: Obama said we can't use the R word anymore, I went, "Ah, I don't like that, but I could live with that. But two (laughs) beers a week? What about hard seltzers? Do they count?
0: No, no, they definitely okay. don't. Care. All right, I'm yeah.
1: calming down as, as we're talking through this. And,
0: and right before football season, <laughs> no, I, I don't want you to be calm. I don't like calm, calm, Carl. <laughs> all right.
1: So that leads us to the douchiest thing. I fucking hate when politicians pretend to be one, especially career politicians like Ted Cruz, pretend to be just one of the guys, tries to be relatable. And it's so awkward. It doesn't work at all. He's hanging out with all of his buds. I'm sure they, these guys all hang out every Friday night uh, after work. They, they pop open uh, some some beers and shoot the shit.
3: And now these idiots have come out and said, oh. drink two beers a week. That's their guideline. Well, i got to tell you, if they want us to drink two beers a week, frankly, they can kiss my ass. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: so, it's even coordinated. Jesus. All the guys in the back are drinking their beer yeah. at the same time. Yeah, time the drink. The
2: fucking two on the right should be on mini bikes in the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records.
1: <laughs> look at those. Look at look at orange shirt guy. I Holy know. fuck! The orange shirt guy's looking at I was like, oh, we're wearing flannel today. Fuck! No one told me. My mouth's turning thread. What's going like, on? Fucking
2: heart disease support group. Look at that group. <laughs> All right, this gets worse.
3: Um. Senator, I uh, I brought a beer to drink with you. I'll drink this non-alcoholic beer with you because I'm not allowed to drink on camera, but... I'll have, I'll have a sip in Well, the meantime, look, I, but... I gotta say, so what ha- have is... you ever seen a brand do more damage to itself than Bud Light? Which...
1: What does that have to do with fucking anything? I want yeah. to ask this question. All those guys he's <laughs> hanging out with in the background here, were they also on the plane going to Cancun during the winter storm that Ted Cruz decided to up and leave?
2: I uh, doubt we're it. We're gonna have... We have a problem with the weight distribution. There's too many of you in one side.
3: Which, which single-handedly seem to destroy themselves. So I'm glad you're not drinking a Bud Light. Personally, I'm fond of Shiner Bach, which is a good uh, te- Texas brand. I've been to the Shiner Brewery in Shiner, Texas, and I recommend it. And I promise you, this is you not. Know, someone should give this
2: guy a Shiner. If you look at this, st- <laughs> exactly. And if you look at the still shot of him, he's starting to look more like a Balchinian from fucking Men in Black, if you remember yes. that reference. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, look at that thing
3: alcohol free beer down here. You know, and by the way, the one I have uh right after the show won't be <laughs> alcohol free either. And it may just be a it- State has now done Stop. that for new construction. Yeah. And now, they- oh, sorry,
0: <laughs> Luke there. but uh, I, Eric Bowling making sure that uh, everybody knows he doesn't want to look like a pussy in front of Ted Cruz. I don't want to be drinking this alcohol free beer, uh, but they're making me because, you know, the man doesn't want me to drink on camera, but don't oh, yeah. worry. I'm going to get shit. As soon as the cameras this. are
1: off, I'm going to be hitting some rails and be cut up some rails <laughs> at my desk here. We're going to be drinking shots. We're, the strippers come in. Oh, fuck. So the
0: back and forth with Eric Bowling makes it uh, difficult to isolate what the biggest cringe moment of the clip is. I think it really has to be when uh, Ted Cruz reaches for the beard that's right off camera. And then he has to open it. You're right. I have to give him this. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the
4: week.
5: (laughs) Nice.
0: That is brutal right there.
1: Okay. Jesus Christ. Now, speaking of cringey, we all saw uh, Vivek... Ramaswamy, yep, yep, close, right? You got it. Yep. We all saw him doing his uh, his hip hop routine, singing an Eminem song, and then Eminem came out and said, uh, "Please don't do that, sir. I'd appreciate yeah. it if you didn't please. do that." So, <laughs> please stop is,
0: embarrassing yourself, this sir.
1: Is, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Vivek's response to that.
0: Look, I think that uh, I'll I'll respect his wishes, but I would just say, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? (laughs) Eminem in his rise used to be a guy who actually stood up to the establishment and said the things that the establishment didn't want him to say. I think the fact that my political viewpoints may differ from his, I think people change over the course of their lives. But I have hope for him that he will one day rediscover the renegade that made him great, and I'm rooting for that success in his life.
2: Does anybody notice how he has too much mouth movement for the actual words that are coming out of his face? Vivek, right, and he's puking too. Vivek, Labaswabi, and with a real sloop shady,
0: please stand up. Uh, I don't know what you guys are saying. This is the hottest diss track I've ever heard in my life, and uh, I think he got Marshall Mathers real good in this one. So, Well,
1: I know why Eminem had to come out and say, please don't. But by It's not like this guy's on tour and he's using it as his closer. That was a one time thing. It's it wasn't going to happen again. He could have just like ignored it and and let it go. You
2: you know if if these guys, it would be interesting if they actually asked an artist one time because right. but they they never would. All they have to do is play Lee Greenwood's uh, uh, whatever. God bless the USA. He he basically just says you can all play it. They should just use that.
1: So I don't know if you guys have seen this. But Cardiff Electric recently put out him rapping Bust a Move. <laughs> <laughs> and it I just reminded me, this this thing with uh, Vivek reminded me of that. I wanted to show you guys in case you hadn't seen it. <laughs>
5: Here's a jam for all the fellas. Trying to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females, get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad and showing Your Chick walks behind you, wish you could sex her, but of standing up the wall like he was going next Next day's function, high class luncheon. Food is served in your stone cold munchin' Music comes on, people start to dance. But then you ain't so much you nearly split your pants. A girl starts walking, guys start talking. Sits down next to you and starts talking. Does so she want to dance because she likes to groove
1: He's got some moves here. This is what's going on in my basement when I'm not home. (laughs) So you guys know.
2: He's just a a half step off, I think. I mean, he's almost there, but he's just missing it by that much. I think he catches Uh, up by the
0: third verse. Yeah. Cardiff uh, just texted me season uh, Season
1: so. yes. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Cardiff. Um, <laughs> you know, in all my excitement to talk about m and and uh, talk about busting a move, I did skip over an interesting CNN clip that uh, they're talking about Tim Scott, who's a uh, yeah. Republican. And I guess, I don't know, they're implying that maybe the Republican Party wouldn't want to vote for him. And uh, it's interesting what they're implying here.
2: Yeah, Tim Scott is 57 years old and he's never been married. And I can tell you that behind the scenes, Donors have been concerned, you know, a lot of them really like Tim Scott, they like his upbeat message, they see him as a potential Trump alternative, but they are worried that, you know, with the scrutiny that comes at if he becomes the ultimate Trump alternative, is there something about his personal life that's going to you know, make him less electable in the general election?
1: that's a long way of saying he sucks dick so the problem with uh, tim Scott, he has a great fashion sense yeah. uh he, he loves show tunes and his breath smells like sperm but if you, get out of, if you get away from those three things i think he's electable what the fuck was that what a oh, weird thing to say
2: yeah. oh fuck man i did not expect that god damn it oh shit
0: it's now, uh, it, it reminded me of uh, you know, this goes a little ways back, but there was a uh, a VP debate with uh, John Edwards and Dick Cheney, where uh, Edwards thought he was gonna have the real gotcha and like, and you know, uh, he has a, a gay daughter, and everybody's like, aren't you supposed to be like in favor of stuff like that? Are not you supposed to be supportive?
1: Yeah. Whoops. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. CNN. CNN's like, well, you probably don't want to vote for this guy, and here's why. The guy the who's room polling, like, like less than one percent, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. He doesn't have a chance. But uh, reading the room like blind Mike
1: on that one. So <laughs> speaking of another guy that you probably don't want to vote for, for much more obvious reasons, you don't have to beat around the bush on this one, Mitch McConnell had his battery die again on, on him. Oh, this no. poor guy he forgets to charge his batteries before he goes <laughs> up in front of people and, and cameras and whatnot. What are my thoughts about what?
0: Running for reelection in 2026. Oh. That's right. A-
1: Okay, now right, your
2: turn to talk. Right Rich. there, Go that's ahead. the wires. You heard the wires cross. Yep. Okay. No. Oh no. Oh, Did boy. you hear the question, Senator? What's Running
4: he for staring at? In 2026?
2: It looks like one of the characters from the Nutcracker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute.
0: <laughs> well, wow. I don't think this guy has a lot of time. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is no, it's a. It's when you first see the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, you just have to put the oil can in the <laughs> side of his mouth, no. <laughs> and uh, then maybe he might be able to move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, this is so okay. sad. God damn it. Uh, I can imagine <laughs> if so he said, a uh,
4: please speak
2: up. I'm dying. I'm, I'm dying.
1: <laughs> well, the question was, are you going to run for re-election in 2026? I think that answer was no. I'm <laughs> pretty sure oh.
0: that was a very clear no on that one.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: I hope he gets reelected at least twice more because I can watch these all day. <laughs>
1: this is so sad. Oh, God
2: is damn it. Sad. It really is. It really is. People are and I guess the uh, the word is uh he has to hang on to that seat because if he does croak, the governor puts a dude in or something like that. And they're worried about losing the seat. So that's just fucking a shame. The old man should be like in a hot tub.
1: <laughs> or six feet under <laughs> somewhere comfortable,
2: <laughs> for be, him. should be fucking relaxing, <laughs> yes. you know. Jesus
0: Christ, he, he, he meant the big hot tub in the sky. I <laughs> guess right? no, right.
2: <laughs> no.
1: it's coming, Where
0: there's always bubbles. Oh, All right, fuck. so
1: uh, Christian, you found these clips with a uh, well, I'll let you set it up, yeah, because you understand so, this network uh, and what's going on better than I do.
0: I, I might I, yeah, I might have a little familiarity with this. you know, uh, on the show, we've uh, highlighted uh, some of the uh, the further right lower budget networks. and uh, we have a few clips here from one called uh, Real America's Voice. And to me, this might be the most marginal of all these marginal right-leaning networks for the simple fact that in 2017, they had me on as a guest. Uh, I was on with Amanda Head, who is one of the two hosts in these clips that we're about to play, uh, along with a guy named Greg Kelly. And the show's called Just the News, which will be important in a bit. So uh, for for the first of these clips, they had an exclusive interview with Donald Trump. Or did they?
1: By the way, I just want to remind everyone at home who's who's watching or listening, the drinking game of where Christian makes it about him uh, was enacted (laughs) just now. Everyone do a shot. (laughs)
0: It's only 30 minutes into the show, Carl. I held (laughs) off for a while. Well,
1: you know, I want people to be sober by the end, so I appreciate that.
3: (laughs) It's more accurate. He's a crooked man. He's the most incompetent president in history, and he's the most corrupt president in history. And it's incredible if he gets to the starting gate, He's physically incapable, and he's mentally worse than physical. And if he gets to the starting gate, it, it would be a miracle to me, I, I
1: think. That's not it, a good impression. Is that AI? Sounds,
3: what is that? It sounds like
2: Michael Strahan doing an impression of Trump. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not buying so, it.
0: Yeah, so I first saw this story because they were reported, ha-ha, conservative network is fooled by fake Trump. But I don't think they were fooled I think that they knew that they had an AI Trump and uh, apparently there was a short clip that was posted on Trump's uh, truth social account from this. Uh, And I I think that uh, if you were to do it with like an AI Trump, you notice it doesn't sound like he's on the phone. It says on the phone, but uh, it sounds just like playing a clip.
2: Wow. So are you suggesting that they went ahead
0: and they knowingly put an AI Trump on? Well, yeah, but the fact that uh Trump uh posted from it, I almost said tweeted, uh, that uh, you know, it was probably coordinated and like, oh, let's see if we can try it out. But I think the most important thing would be, Carl, if you were trying to fake something like that, you would want it to, you know, sound good and make sure that it, it, it uh it didn't glitch at any point, right? Isn't that what you would want, Carl? The good news
3: is I have a voice because I can speak to you and I can speak to others. And when I speak, I'm able to <laughs> <laughs> I bought a few over and obviously they're buying this point of view, but what's not to buy? They are fighting these judges, federal and otherwise, for we want the day before Super Tuesday.
1: Were they, mining Bitcoin on that computer at the same time or something? You know, the processing
0: for that? Yeah, we 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 should point out that Carl's not at his Florida estate. So that's not the uh, internet yeah. breaking up. That's actually in the clip. That's what went over.
1: So, okay, so now now I'm understanding this a little bit. What you're telling me is they want to have it so that Trump can be many places at the same time, almost like Santa Claus or, or Slash. <laughs> like he could just be yeah. showing up in every city all at the same time. So they're yeah. like, yeah, this AI Trump could be at every talk show. Every exactly, night. brilliant. It's a good idea. Actually. It also
0: does not sound like him. You know, it's no, like the guy—the no. guy, the guy that Stern used to use—sounds better. I, I'd go so far as to say maybe even Alec Baldwin was more convincing. It just sounds like a guy who has his cadence. So I think that's why people thought it was a real person. But uh, I, I and then the the final clip for this, I think that's when you know that this is fake. This is AI generated by the network because uh, he, he shouts something out that there's no way real Trump has any idea what it is. Baba booy. Baba
3: Booey. <laughs> well, on with that election is disgraceful. And anybody that talks about it, they like to indict them. And they like to do whatever they can. But I want to tell you, it's a disgrace. And I heard about it. Actually, I heard about it from reading your Just the News, which is, Which is, and when are you going to get a Pulitzer Prize? Because you were right about Russia and so many other things. But uh, I hope you follow the story up uh. because... Uh, the end uh, the the FBI was like is like a dead box you know what the dead box is you throw yep. things in and everything dies yeah except when it has to do with yep. conservatives then yep. it's not so dead. Goes,
2: that's the only thing he said yep. Yep. he's <laughs> laughing <Pulitzer>. yep Yeah. <laughs> have box. you noticed on that clip it looks like that you can't see the uh can, unless because I maybe our faces are covering it, but you can't see the anchors at all, can you? No, you don't see yeah. the anchors, they, that's because they, they're laughing.
0: <laughs> they, they <can't. laughs> can you believe that they're buying it? <laughs> yeah, but even, uh, you know, we had a clip last week where uh, Trump pretended to know uh, one of the hosts from this network. Uh, even fake Trump is like, Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know from reading your cover. Well, this is a TV show, Mr. Right. President. So yeah. You didn't, you didn't read it. Right. This You actually do a show and <sighs> you're on it right now. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's fun. And uh, I, I hope we can get AI Trump on this show at some point.
2: I bet we can. They need, and they need to keep doing it. Just, just, you know, put him in the most <laughs> ridiculous scenarios in the world and just, and just run with it. I, you that's are what like
1: you I do.
3: People Wrong. would love
1: that. Stop it. <laughs> You know what I think about AI Trump? Oh, boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> I want the real thing when I am listening to Trump. All right. Uh, Nelson's TAS and Game Archive 2 box. Mc- McConnell dying on camera would make me a Christian. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Let's move on. We're still talking about Trump. But let's move on to a talk show. I said,
0: can you dig it? I think so. No.
1: Adam Carolla had uh, Tucker Carlson on recently. A lot of people are talking about that conversation that they had. And I think this was maybe the biggest news that came out of it. Tucker Carlson talking about uh, what's going to happen to Trump if he continues to run for president. You
4: begin with criticism. Then you go to protest, Then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictment. And none of them work. What's next? I mean, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously. And no one will say that, but I don't, I don't know how you can reach that conclusion.
1: <laughs> now, he said the same thing to Trump when he interviewed Trump. Tucker Carlson did. He, he mentioned the same thing. He said, are you afraid they're going to take you out? And I was listening to uh, No Agenda, a podcast that I enjoy very much. And uh, John C. Dvorak was saying, now, Tucker has connections with the CIA, the way that it's written is that he was rejected by them, but who knows? Who knows what connection he has? There's a possibility he knows something, and he's he's like really trying to get this message out there. Like, no, no, I know what they're up to right now. We might want to do something about this. Just throwing it out there as a possibility. That's
2: a little uh, uh, Carl Alex Jones coming at you. Oh, ya. fuck yeah, dude. Uh, furthering that one, maybe it's right. And then, if it is, good for you. Well, but it's probably not.
1: No. You know what, Eric? You're right. Intelligence agencies don't have any control over everything that's going on in their government at all times. You're, you're <laughs> correct, sir. Carl,
2: you and I do not think alike. I want you to know that. I know that. We do not think
1: alike. I know that. But you know what? We do this show for a few more uh, months, and I think I'll, I'll get you turned around on oh, that. it's going to be a war. <laughs> it's going to be a war. Well, what is your take I'm, on this, Eric? Why, why is he Why is he saying this?
2: To get people to like him and make money.
0: Mm. Well, both of those things already happened. People like him a, a great deal and, uh, and he, he a makes a lot of money. Yeah, he, this he's is making money. money to he's making money to not broadcast right this now. This is what but, he but, does
2: for a living. I'm not going to buy in what a Carl's stupid conspiracy theories <laughs> that fucking Tucker Carlson knows that Trump's about to get killed because he said it on two what? stupid shows. <laughs>
0: I think the only surprising thing is that, uh, you know, uh, Trump's been out of office for two and a half years. And this is the first time that someone's saying like, yeah, you know, he should really be careful, you know, (laughs) right. You know, he should double the Secret Service detail because uh, you know uh, I, I don't think they want him to uh, to win again. I don't know if you if, how you feel about that, Eric, but I'm pretty no, sure. No, I, I, I fucking they hope don't want it.
2: I want <laughs> yeah. him to win only for the entertainment value. I don't. I don't. I, 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 I'm more worried about the dumb fucks who
1: follow him as opposed to him. So, Eric, <laughs> I had a phone conversation with Stuttering John one time in my life, and he asked me uh, what my political views were. And he asked you about Trump. I said, I voted for Trump the second time. And that is true. And I said, the reason why I did that, John, is for people like you to still have shows. Because the <laughs> yeah. people who hate Trump, they need Trump to be doing shit or else they got nothing going on. So I, I oh. think that him being president again would be great for entertainment, for comedy, for my business, yeah. for all of our business. I,
2: I'm with you. I can't figure out what the fuck is going on because first in 16... No, I didn't. And then 20, I did. And now
1: I'm back. Now I'm back to (laughs) no.
0: Okay. (laughs) Interesting. So we have that in common, then, Eric. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Speaking of people with. I um, I think that. Well, I was just, my final thought on that was that uh, I I think that uh, the thing that Tucker is missing, that if that were to happen, and of course we're not advocating for that, none of us are, uh, it would be fine because we have Trump GPT now. So he could just be president. We've already heard him in this show.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, Mitch McConnell's a robot. Why not have a robot president? What's the fucking difference at this point? (laughs) All right. So... Now, Bill Maher does this show that I've really come around on, and when he first put it out, I'm like, what, what is he doing? He's just getting drunk and high with celebrities, and they're, they're hanging out in his man cave. But actually, what's happening on his show is he's getting people to reveal things. You know, he gives them a little truth serum as you know, whiskey, and uh, <laughs> smokes them up, and then they start saying really stupid shit. It's actually kind of entertaining sometimes. And uh, so he had John Mellencamp on his show. Now, um... I'm going to date myself. I thought he was John Cougar, Mellencamp, but apparently
0: that's not the case. This is uh, more sophisticated. I'm older than you, so I thought he was Johnny Cougar. See? Yeah,
1: he's actually, yeah, you're right. He's had four fucking names. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So he's pretty self-important. I mean, even Prince didn't rename himself that many fucking times. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. He's got some weird views on uh, black people. I wrote a song
3: that I never recorded because I felt it was wrong, but it was called "From the Fucking Cotton Fields to the Plague Fields." Yeah. So my point is, is that yeah, yeah. So so what? We, well, we, I would I, say that I, the, that's, that's why people love to have. Black people entertain us. I would say that the playing fields are a lot better than the cotton fields. That's what I would say about that. Maybe I'm crazy, John,
1: but it seems like making no money as a slave-picking cotton, was it was not as good as playing left field for the Yankees. Uh, I mean, I'm mean, i sure there were uh, you know, reasons why listen, I mean, listen, Dave no, Winfield no, has some beats no, against no Steinbrenner, da- no I'm sure.
3: Doubt. There is one or two percent of black people in America who have a better life. Oh, stop. That's what you think? 1% or 2%? Okay, let's say 10%. It's I'm just not, pulling a number out of my ass. It is. At, that's where it belongs.
1: Hey, <laughs> i just pulling a number out of my ass. I know,
3: but I'm telling you, that's that's just not true. But, you know. Well, okay, well. I, I, I mean, that's... To, listen. We do have statistics. Talk to we my... talk. <laughs>
2: Yeah. He's so proud of his fucking civil rights song. And then <laughs> Marr rubs his face and dog shit repeatedly. <laughs> Holy shit. God How about damn, was that
1: awesome. Bill Marr's reference of Dave Winfield.
0: When was the last time that guy watched yeah. a baseball game?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. His, his phone anyways. blew up.
0: Everybody's like, "Dave, Dave me I agree with you, Carl. By the way, I'd uh, I'd gotten a little tired of uh, Bill Maher's uh, shtick from his show. I love Club Random. Yeah. It's, uh, you got to sit through some stuff sometimes. That's that's not the best. But uh, you, every interview seems to have a moment where you're like, they really just fucking say that?" John too?
1: Mellencamp doesn't have any black friends, is what I just learned <laughs> from this, because he he literally <laughs> thinks that they're just as bad off as they were when there was slavery. You could just look at like average household income and know that it's not zero anymore. Would be one way to Uh, look at that. And then he he goes from 1% to 10% to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making shit up.
0: All right. And Bill's like, well, maybe stop making shit up then. (laughs) But who amongst us has black friends? Am I right or am I right? That's good (laughs) points.
2: I love the fact that of all the sports Mar picked, he picked the one has like uh, no black guys in it practically.
1: (laughs) Well, in the 70s, they did. That's why that's his reference, Mm -hmm. obviously. Talking about Steinbrenner and uh, Winfield. All right, so I put out a special episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I did a crossover with Chrissy Mayer. We recorded it Saturday night, and I put it out on our feed because everyone's requesting that we check out Strike Force 5. This is the brand-new podcast that is being hosted by five late-night talk show hosts, and people are feeling like it's not a great show. No, they've just started off. You know, there, we were two episodes in at this point, and Christian Blatt decided, we we checked out episode number one for the yeah. Who Are These Podcast crossover, but uh, Christian went ahead and checked out episode number two, and I'll I'll tell you this, I'm uh, about 40 minutes into it because I'm going to be talking about this again with uh, the Drew and Mike show after we get done with this. Uh, I guess uh, Mark Fellhauer thinks this is, a, this is a pretty good show, so uh, we're going to see if uh, if that holds up or not. Where do you want to begin <laughs> on here, Christian?
0: Well, I think it's important because uh, it sets the tone. the The first clip that I have from it is uh, the first episode did not have a show open uh, like a professional announcer, uh, but they they did have it for the second show. And uh, you know, one of the things that uh, you guys theorized on the show you did over the weekend was that they recorded them back to back. It's very clear in the second episode. They're still talking about things from the earlier conversation. So I don't know why this wasn't in the first show. They have John Ham. Uh, he has a great voice. You know, he makes a lot of money selling cars and stuff, you know. Yeah. But uh, they didn't use this for the first episode. And uh, I think it really lets you know what you're in store for when you uh, get the John Hamm opening for Strike Force 5.
1: Five men with identical, non-transferable, narrow skills and a ton of free time on their hands now unite. Their primary mission? To funnel money to their staffs. Their secondary mission? Attention. Will their efforts be worth more than the sum of their parts, or will they turn on each other? Which, let's be honest, would probably make for a better podcast. This is Strike Force 5.
0: Yeah, it would be a lot better if they turned on each other. And judging from the first two episodes, uh, the other four are definitely going to turn on Jimmy Fallon at some point. (laughs)
1: Oh, I think Jimmy Fallon's going to turn oh, on thanks. them. He hates them. He's so annoyed with this whole thing. So it's funny that uh, John Hamm said that because that was the point Ryan Kinnell, who is a special guest on WATP, that was a point he made. He goes, if you guys were just ragging at each other, it'd be a fun show. Like, talking about why each other's shows suck and stuff like that. Instead, it's just a love fest and it's annoying. Howard Stern used to talk about this all the time. He hates that these late-night guys are no longer competitive with each other. They used to be super competitive for ratings. You know, there's only two shows on, and they, they had to try to get the audience. Now no one cares about ratings anymore. They get paid tens of millions of dollars and seven people are watching. I don't understand the business of it. They were talking about how many people work for them. They all have hundreds of people on their staff to make these shows. Ah, the ah, the good old days, and people gave a shit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, before we get too far out, let me just address Flashy Vic with five pounds. So Eric and Carl voted for Trump because of the entertainment value? Sure. And I bet they read Playboy for the car articles and interviews, too. (laughs) In Eric's defense, he did not say he did it for the entertainment value. I think I said that.
2: Oh, yeah, but I did say I hope he wins for the entertainment value. So
1: he's kind of right. He's kind of right. Look, it doesn't matter who the president is. We're just trying to have fun for four years. All right.
0: I don't know how it is in Britain, but it doesn't really matter.
2: It doesn't matter who the fucking president is. He doesn't tell me how much money I can make. Fuck it. Jesus
1: Christ. He doesn't tell us how many beers we can drink. I'm (laughs) (laughs) saying, that's right. It does matter. Hold on. It does matter. (laughs) Hamburger, $5. Don't want to make this too political, but Trump 2024, Father Muckers. All right. I see where uh, Hamburger stands. Very good. And then uh, Mongo coming in. And when Mongo comes in, we got to give him some love. (laughs)
3: Here we go. Thanks for the super chat. Mongo, even though Tuki is well on his way to a primetime network soon. We appreciate the support.
1: Mongo says, more like Stink Force 5. Home, home s- run. Call me a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well done, Mongo. All right. So getting back to Strike Force 5 episode number two. We got uh, some fascinating – no, what they do in this episode, because I, like I said, I've listened to most of it. They finally start telling stories about what's going on in their shows, It's behind-the-scenes stuff. That's probably what people want to tune in for. Like, What's going on? I, I've watched the show before. What's going on behind the scenes? And uh, this is a fascinating story from Stephen Colbert about that. We have
4: extra chairs backstage that are larger than the standard chairs. And if we have a larger guest, we switch them out and put in – they're to scale with each other, so you can't tell. But just to make people comfortable, we, we have uh, chairs. Like, if Shaq's on, the bigger chairs are out there.
2: Whoa! Cool. <laughs> amazing. That's a great story. Awesome <laughs> furniture, hot take breakdown.
1: I wonder if he had that written down in his notes. Was that a bullet point? Or did he just come up with that off the top of his head? That's Amazing. Oh,
0: the 300 well, people on his staff actually prepared that for him. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, we don't really watch these shows now. But as a kid, I watched uh, I watched Letterman and, and Conan. And I always wondered, what do they do when there's a bigger guest? Do they have bigger chairs? So I'm glad it's finally answered.
2: It seems to me like whenever uh, hosts get so comfortable with each other or they, they just love to hear themselves talk, mm-hmm. you'll hear those little tidbits come out that, and then for, it's it's terrible to tell it, but it's even worse that no one else on that show says, Hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that great.
1: Good thanks one. for the factoid. Well, this next clip I want to play for you is so annoying because they're all trying to tag this joke and they're all riffing and they're trying to tag this. And none of them seem to have any ability to come up with a funny joke, which you would think five comedians who all host their own shows would every now and again stumble upon something funny. Go
4: away. He assembled it himself with an Allen key. All right, guys. <laughs> the, okay, you proved <laughs> yourself to be British because no one says Allen key in the United really? States. It's really? an Allen wrench. It's yeah. an Allen wrench. It's not a wrench. It's Northern an Allen wrench. Allen key
3: was a very famous British comedian. Oh, okay. That's That must sure, be sure. huge in large. He
4: lives. had a show on MSNBC. Allen key is Francis Scott wrench. Wrote
0: God Save the Queen,
4: right?
2: that's yeah. great she's not a human being
0: <laughs> wrench and peel of course the
5: comedy duo
1: now if only sundry john had this audio for when he was trying to explain what tagging a joke is when he was trying to explain <laughs> it to dg this could have been a perfect example of that <laughs> Oof.
2: Uh, yeah. no one no one ever knows when to stop on those and each jo- <laughs> each subsequent each subsequent joke is more watered down if it if the first one was good it's lost no, one's had time to actually enjoy it. Oh, God damn it. it gets worse. But and the worse. first one wasn't any good to begin with,
0: but nobody wants to be the one of them who doesn't chime in with it. And, uh, you know, prior to this, I'd been thinking like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel coming from radio. I think he has the best sense for how this works and how to move it along. And then he went and laid that egg. So <laughs> I guess they're all terrible. <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel used to be really really funny off the cuff and he was very good
1: when he was on the radio, even the man show. They would do segments on there just interacting with the audience. And of course it's pre-recorded and you can pick and choose, but he used to be very funny. And I, there's a watered-down version of all of these guys that we're now seeing for whatever reason they're protective of their name and their image and everything else. So it's it seems this whole thing seems pointless to me. Now, Jimmy Fallon's the only guy on here that I kind of like. And Jimmy Fallon seems to not <laughs> want to be a part of this Fuck at all. Fuck you.
2: Jesus, <laughs> Carl. You don't like Jimmy Fallon? Oh, I hate Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, all right.
1: Well, let me see. If I, now, I know the Eric, I know that you don't drink. Uh, what I like about Jimmy Fallon is that he is a drinker. And because of that, oh. he forgets most of his own life. And oh, okay. so his, his co-hosts out here have to tell him what happened on his show, on The Tonight Show, because he has no recollection of it.
4: Cause I love the space train sketch so much because he's also uncomfortable in the space train sketch. We, yeah, we asked him to be in a sketch called space train. Tell so them what space got... train was, Jimmy. You're, well, first of all, I just want to say, so you're interviewing one of the most reticent talk show guests. And the whole time you also know in the back of your head that the next thing you're doing with them is space train. <laughs> I
1: kind of remember what space train was. I,
4: I think it was in the middle of the interview. Didn't you say, like, we worked on our project together? Wasn't it one of those things? like And then you, you, ran, you threw a clip of this project you had done together. And it was a train that went to space or something? It's a train <laughs> that goes to space. <laughs> you guys are wearing there's only Easter. so much track, so it doesn't go very far to space. And there's like a murder on the space train. But it Remember all takes super, place on the space train. Suits? Like oh, sort of... Gosh. like, tin foil oh. And he had a little... Conductor's hat, like a silver uh, yes, conductor's a silver, hat.
2: On. Oh, it was terrible. Oh
3: I love that Steven remembers Jimmy's show better than Jimmy does.
2: Oh,
0: I totally forget Space
1: Train. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, that's funny.
2: Okay. So, so you like him because of that, not because of his <laughs> bits he does on the Tonight Show.
1: No, I don't watch the Tonight Show. And when he was on SNL, he'd always just crack all the time and, yeah, and giggle. I didn't that- care for that
0: either. That, that, uh, that, that was when I, uh, I started not liking him. I was just, just read the cue cards like everybody else does. It's not that funny. You shouldn't be making yourself laugh. <laughs> right. So I, I think he's talking about Robert De Niro there. Yeah. Okay. So his first talk show <laughs> guest was Robert De Niro, uh, which is, uh, you know, which, which is not a great choice, by the way, if anyone's no. ever seen an interview with De Niro and that's kind of the point, but he was apparently a good sport and he was in a sketch, but, Jimmy has no recollection. He's like, oh, so it was a, well, they said space train. So it was a train that went to space, right? Oh, yeah, I totally remember. He's clearly faking his way through the whole thing. I I do like him more, the fact that he doesn't remember his own dumb bits, though. Could you imagine
1: having Robert De Niro on your show, The Tonight Show, and forgetting the whole thing? That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, you know. Whiskey's a, a, a powerful friend, I guess, to All right. some of us. Here's
1: another reason why I love Jimmy Fallon because he wants to get off this show. He's like, how long is this going to go on for? <laughs> and he finds a fun way to let the guys know he's done so.
4: I just got a text from a member of Strike Force 5. Is that the best way to do it? <laughs> I, just, I just I just got a text from a member of Strike Force five and it's, fr- it's from Jimmy Fallon under the code name, Steve Allen. It says, I have to go. And I assume everyone got this at the same yeah, time. I got, I, I I'm the right, only yeah. one who wants to be honest with our audience. Yeah.
3: But
0: I didn't know. Uh, this We're talking about show business and all this stuff, but it's getting, yeah, it was going a little long. So there's a limit. There's a limit
4: to how much you want to help the staff, is what you're
0: saying. My, my face is so red. I have no where I am. There's no air conditioning or anything. It is so hot where I am.
1: <laughs> this poor guy is suffering right now. Let him go. Cut him loose. <laughs> Shit. Oh God. That's but that's fantastic.
0: the uh, that that's the other indication that they recorded two of these in a row because uh, he's like, oh, what am I doing this for two hours for? Mm. I I gotta go. You know, it's happy hour at Applebee's already. I I really I gotta get out.
1: Good point. Tom Jung is taking a shot at Eric, I think. Trump 2024, no more lib-druggy podcast hosts. Jeez. <laughs> Those are just rumors, sir. That's oh, that's awesome. Inappropriate. Dang Lizard comes in with five euros. It says, hooray for Thule Tuesday. Oops, wrong show. Yeah, I think yeah. you're thinking of the Suttering John program, <laughs> sir. That's not, that's not what this is at all. All right. We did Strike Force 5. I'm going to be talking more about that on the Drew and Mike show. We need to move on to sports and sports casters.
3: Home of the hourly triple play. W A T B. Who are these sports casters? Just listen and find out who are these sports casters?
1: All right. We're running a little bit long, but you know what? I was going to skip Dion, but fuck it. This guy, Dion <laughs> Sanders, is, is a head coach in college football. And yeah, the uh, he Colorado Buffalo. He took yeah. out a team that was like the worst team last year. Correct. They won one game or something. <laughs> so he comes in, and week one, they, they pull an upset.
0: Yeah. But they, by the way, they win 45 to 42. So it's, you know, right. they barely won. <laughs> Right, but it's exciting. It's an exciting
1: game. Sure. I don't know what the spread was. You know what the spread was on this game going into it? I'm I sure don't. Big underdogs. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how he handles that post, post-game post press conference. You believed
5: in you? I did. All right. What's up, boss? You believe now? You, you be- Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. Down. I read through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! Come on! Do you? Sounds believe? like Howard Dean. <laughs> yeah, you don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. You don't believe. over here. You don't believe.
2: Romy, Go ahead. Okay, he's doing Neon Dion. This is de- this is yeah, Neon yeah. Dion instead of D. De- is he, he? He? You know, he wins one game and now he's doing this. He wasn't. If he was just excited when they cut his feet off or whatever the fuck, you know, as he might have had a, it might've been an easier recovery, but Jesus Christ, that spread was
1: wider than the gap between
2: his toes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so th- this actually reminds me of Rex Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about the Buffalo bills. Rex Ryan became the head coach of the Buffalo bills a few years back and Speaking he, of feet, he, well, yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> he won the first preseason game that he coached for the Bills and bragged about it. And it's like, all right, don't get ahead of yourself here. All right, I'm, a, I'm everyone's happy for you that you won. It was a nice upset, but you've done nothing so far, Deion Sanders. Like, wait till the end of the season. Let's see how things net out here before you start declaring that you're the uh, the champions of college football.
2: Didn't he uh, leave an all-black one of those historically black colleges? He brought uh, it was it Jackson State, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought them to prominence. Jesus Christ, uh, they should be pissed off at him. They're like, come on, you're 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 with the historically black school. Let's let's build on this thing. He takes off to white bread country. Jesus, wow. nice job, Dion.
1: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some African Americans on this team. If I had a guess, <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually see the game, but if I had a guess, uh, but who knew the fucking Dion Sanders would be a good coach. I never would have guessed that because I always think well, that, like you were saying, Dion makes everything about Dion.
2: Uh, yeah, he was he was loved, he was beloved in uh, at at uh, at his last gig.
0: Well, yeah. you know, let's uh, let's keep an eye on the Colorado Buffaloes because uh, something tells me he's uh, not a good coach. But okay. uh, you know, uh, let's, we'll see. let's see, maybe the proof will be in the pudding. We'll find out. Now, uh, Shannon
1: Sharp, who was an ex uh, NFL player, <laughs> he used to do a show with Skip Bayless. For a long time, I believe those two were uh, were co-hosts, and boy does he miss his old buddy Skip. Because if you think about it, the Lions were picked to win that division. Skip, this uh, is wrong. I'm it's
5: sorry. Okay. It's, all right. it's all right. It's all right. Stephen A. You know what, Skip? Skip. It's okay. It's okay. It's been several years. It's okay, I got.
1: I just want to point it's out, okay. Stephen A. Smith does not look anything like Skip Bayless. You <laughs> should not be making that mistake.
0: <laughs> just look up, buddy. I mean, oh,
1: God. With that green
2: suit, he looks like a, a, a smart Hulk in the Avengers movie, too. That guy is so fucking big.
1: <laughs> it's not a great color. Is that what you're saying? No, he's huge. He's so <laughs> muscly. He's and, then,
2: and then hot chick in the middle. She's like, oh, come on. This is great.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's I did like on. whoever put that music underneath the clip, by <laughs> yeah. the way, because it's clearly like a love story between Skip Bayless and yes. Jennifer. <laughs> Oh, he misses his old buddy. Now, let's
1: go over to baseball. I know everyone loves baseball talk, and you're going to love this because it's really focused on ice cream. This is where (laughs) baseball is the only sport that I know of, where it's more exciting to watch people in the stands sometimes than it is to watch the actual game. And this is one of those times. Boy, get yourself somebody that looks at you the way that that man looks at that soft serve. Wow. (laughs) They might That's need to get good. a hotel. Yeah, there's a napkin to oh. <laughs> clean yourself up. That's wonderful. It that looks pretty good, actually. It looks tremendous. <laughs> and as Corey Hart might say, he wears his
3: sunglasses at night. Oh, boo. <laughs> Sean Murphy leading off the eighth at a 3-1 game. You wear your sunglasses at night, Peter?
1: I'm not even going to answer <laughs> Back that. Back to him. I'm so disappointed it, buddy,
3: I think this guy's pulling it off oh, boy. Jeez.
1: <laughs> Don't leave anything for chance sir. all right if you're not uh, watching if you're listening I
3: think I think I'm done yeah. for the night Oh <laughs>
1: He just went in for the if, deep throat of the ice cream. Yeah. Oh, he did!
2: And, and if you notice, the girl with the sweet boobies behind him, yeah. she was watching him when she, when uh, when he did that, and she starts to react. If you notice, <laughs> you're right. She, yeah. she's totally watching that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god!
0: No, he's I'm, definitely got no gag reflex.
1: I'm glad that you pointed uh, her out, Eric, because. When I was watching this, I'm like, okay, it's cool. He's enjoying his ice cream. Can we go back to showing hot chicks in the stands? Because I watch the Cubs. I'm a, I'm a Cubs fan. And every single game, they zoom in on some hot chicks in the stand. I assume every baseball team does that, right? Yep. yep. Okay. It's, it's I just, imagine. It's just good
0: producing. Well, they don't do it so much in Boston because there are not uh, any hot chicks in the stands. <laughs> oh, If you've, wow. ever, oh, if you've oh, ever been oh, there. Oh, that's that's be a, pasty fire. freckle girls aren't my thing, okay? No. Oh. Shots fired. All right, let's
5: uh, go
1: over to the Yankees. Let's check out what the Yankees are up to. Apparently, there was a guy who was put on waivers. Do you want to explain what uh, being put on waivers means for people who maybe might, might not know baseball as well as we do?
0: Yeah, so uh, this is uh, Harrison Bader, uh, who they uh, got in a trade last year from the Cardinals. And uh, he's put on waivers, which means you're not cutting them. But another team, if they want to take on their salary for the rest of the year, uh, they can have him. And a lot of teams do it. The angels put like eight guys on there and uh, it's just a way to hopefully make a salary dump, but they had to do it before September 1st. So this was the day before that.
4: How did you find out you were put on waivers today?
0: Um, I was in the uh, lunchroom and saw it on a uh, CSPN, I guess. You know, I guess it popped up somehow over there. So that's how I found out. What was your reaction when you saw that news? Uh, like what does waivers mean? <laughs> but you know, listen, in all seriousness, um, regardless of what happened or may happen. What does waiver Fucking home run beta. Be more funny.
1: Must <laughs> yeah. he not know what waivers mean? Oh, he's trying to be funny. Come on. He's trying to make a joke. That's rough, though, yeah. right there.
0: But now we also, uh, for those watching, we now uh, all know the uh, password uh, to the Wi-Fi. I think this is in Detroit. It is in Detroit. (laughs) Network.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I just noticed that. And it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: That's funny. Um, All right. This is something else that uh, Eric Zane found. And there's a guy. Now, again, because I'm a Cubs fan, I know that this guy, Steve Bartman, famously reached his hand into the playing field and interfered with the ball. And that can be frowned upon by some people because you fuck with the game. This happened in
0: uh, they, Houston. They came back and won the next day, right? So oh. everything was okay? Oh, kind of? boy. Oh, no. oh, okay. Okay. Five Sorry. outs I away, Chris. We were five <laughs> outs away. <laughs> oh. oh, That was rough. Was that, Mo-
2: that was Moises Alou, right? Moises yes. Yeah. yeah. He,
1: he really let him have it. Yeah. And uh I think that if he could have that back, knowing what happened to Steve Bartman's life after that, he probably would have been easier on him because he had to be escorted. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is this gentleman did a similar thing, and so they rushed over to interview him uh, during the game, and he seems to be quite the character. People seem to uh, enjoy this man's personality. Let's see if I can get some volume going on here.
5: Pretty much, I'm out here with my son. This is our first ever game. We just moved here to Houston, literally in January. And I just wanted to make the moment special for him. As a father, I feel like it's my job to make sure that I give him the best moments. I apologize to the Astro organization. I didn't know it from – y'all got to understand, when it's dropping down, it looked like it's coming directly to you. So I reached, and my body went for what I know. But we did have a wonderful moment.
1: He doesn't seem sorry about it. That <laughs> yeah, I can tell you know. for sure. No, he's
2: going to go,
5: hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> okay, so you reach out, and what was the reaction that you heard right after – the play was over. The reaction was shock, disgust, happiness, sweat, <laughs> a little bit of lust, baby. You feel me? I was in there feeling kind of, kind of hurt. My fingers, still shaking a little bit. The ball way heavier with the gravity. I'm not gonna lie to you. we're gonna be on TV, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me, how it looked like that you went away for a bit and then you came back. How did you talk oh, your back? So, look at this chick. Yep. Houston loves me, and I. And they cannot stop me from supporting the Asteroids. So what happened was. The who? So, the
0: Asteroids? The, uh, you know, everybody's favorite team, the Houston Asteroids, Carl. We all know them. And he's wearing his the, Royals the, hat. That's not a good right. sign, but all right. Yeah,
2: this guy. Oh, I love I him. I
5: had to give him bop, 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 bop real quick on him. But they wasn't listening, so I told some love. And they let me come back. They really were just trying to make sure that I. Wasn't hurt in that making sure that we didn't go up the rail. So salute to the whole organization. Great staff. They made sure that I was healthy and I was enjoying the game. They wasn't even making it serious.
1: All right.
2: Okay. So this was basically like Bartman, except it actually benefited the team and it's black. So it's black, black reverse. Steve Bartman is what we're
1: looking at here. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. It's a photo negative. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. See if if maybe if Bartman would have behaved like not such a pussy, uh, this this would, his life wouldn't have been ruined. It was after. Game
1: Six, Eric. It was Game Six, five <laughs> outs away.
0: <laughs> I'm so angry but about they that. They won it all. They won it all. Thirteen years. Thirteen yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah. You
2: Yeah. What do yeah, you got to be mad at? Water it wasn't to me. It was just, what, What's What's worse, Bartman or Buckner? Well, as a Cubs fan, obviously,
0: yeah, I don't care about Buckner. But, and, and and as a Mets fan, uh, Buckner was amazing. But, Although
1: uh, Leon Durham did a similar thing in the 84 playoffs, but I don't want to get into that right now. Uh, West Little Reptile <laughs> Family, $10, says, in from Jackson, Mississippi, and I can confirm the folks are – Yes. Uh hate him now. The folks at JSU. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yep, I forgot yep, the context yep. of that. I was talking yeah. about
2: because he goes there and everybody, I mean, he made, he made that, unit. we brought him to Prominus and he goes, fuck you.
1: See you later. Well, that's God what damn. you do though. You, you, everybody wants to get a promotion. You ever been on a, in a small market, Eric? And then you get an offer in a big market and you go, Nope. Nope. My home is here in this small <laughs> uh, market.
2: Nope. Uh, you know, that's a great point. <laughs> All I need is, a, is, a, is someone to offer that, which will never happen. <laughs>
0: wow. I guess I was talking about your past, but you get the, by the way, Carl, I like the way that you read super chats. Now, if there's ever a combination of letters or words that you don't understand, you stop and you go, I I, I can't read this because I have no idea what they might be trying to trick Tim to say.
1: Thank you for noticing that, Christian, because I just saw it's all lowercase JSU hate. And I went, "Uh oh, uh -oh, what are we talking about here?
0: I just stopped myself. Am I going to get a memo from the Simon Wiesenthal Center after I say that?
1: Yeah,
0: that's all. Just try not to commit any
1: hate crimes while we do our fun little show on YouTube. That's all. That's my only goal. All right, now I can't can't imagine what the next super chat's going to be after I said that. Um, so you want to do a new feature here, Christian? You want to see yeah, how much I you think- can annoy me with a clip?
0: I think so. You know, we saw Stephen A. Smith for a moment, and uh, you know, we can let it play through. But you just raise your hand at the point where when you're pissed, and I think it's good to end the show. Raising Carl's blood pressure okay. here. So Stephen A. Smith is uh, talking about your Buffalo Bills.
1: Yes, and specifically Stefan Diggs, our star wide receiver, who um, we've had some issues with ever since uh, losing in the playoffs to the Bengals last year. Uh, he was fighting with our star quarterback, Josh Allen on the sidelines. It was very well publicly known. And then in the offseason, it didn't seem like Diggs was thrilled with the Bills He kept putting out uh, messages on social media like, hey, it's just business. Sorry, Buffalo. It's just business. Making it seem like he's going to leave the team. And there's a lot of speculation. When training camp started, he didn't seem happy. So you got Stephon Diggs, this brother, all-world
3: receiver, but clearly wasn't happy, walked out, didn't want to talk to nobody. They came into training camp. They had some friction. They had to get settled and all of this other stuff. Brother wants out, by the way. I'm just telling you what I know. I got my own sources. Brother wants out. He don't want to be in Buffalo anymore. He don't want to I'm telling you right now. I have my sources. Stephon Diggs got to be there, but he would prefer to be gone because he's lost a level of belief in the Buffalo. badass that's right, I said. It's Stephen A., baby. I'm not. I'm telling you what I know. Okay, they can deny it. they can tell you what they're do. I have my sources. I'm telling you what I know, all right? But he's not going to force his way out. He know he got to be there and they got to perform. But he ain't feeling the Buffalo Bills the way that he once did because he feels there's a window of opportunity that they may have missed out on. Josh Allen's got to show them that's not true. Okay.
2: It is true. It is true.
1: It is true. So I hate Stephen A. Smith. I think he's annoying. I think he's (laughs) pompous. I think his takes usually suck, but he's right about everything he just said. And I, as a Bills fan, I know this to be true. I know that Diggs is like, look, we keep getting either to the championship game or just before the championship game in the playoffs. We can't get over the, the hump for whatever reason. The defense ain't getting any younger. Uh, we probably, they probably did miss their window here. And I think that Diggs is ready to move on. The problem here though, is that Diggs, there's 31 other teams and most of them suck too. So you got a great quarterback, put up some numbers, enjoy it. I know it's cold. Can you,
2: can you imagine if he was there when they lost four in a row, he would have brought a gun uh, to the fucking <laughs> yeah. playing field and shot everybody up.
1: Right. Steve Tasker handled it a lot uh, better than I think Stefan Diggs Christ. would have. Holy oh shit.
2: By the way, was that chick bald? There was she on just, uh, sh- uh, Sherry Shepard's "Lose My Wig" segment or whatever the fuck? Did you notice that? Yeah, she had no hair. Look at yeah. that! A little... Oh my god! I don't know. Maybe she's sick or something, but she looks fantastic. <laughs> that's
0: that's Jada Pinkett Smith. Come on, Eric. Look, she, <laughs> yeah, she,
2: she, she doesn't at all look like a goddamn alien or anything.
1: <laughs> man, Will well. Smith would
0: not be happy with you right now, my friend. Wow. <laughs> And I I do think uh, Stephen A. knows what he's talking about because he has the same source in the CIA that Tucker Carlson has. So we know we can believe it. All
1: right. So I'm not so – oh, you were making fun of me. Ah, okay. No,
0: no, no. Yeah,
2: yeah, he said the same thing to Trump so you know it's true.
1: (laughs) I I didn't say you know it's true. (laughs) Now you're changing the whole conversation. All right. No, you're right. The CIA has never murdered Americans for political gain. All right. We're going to wrap things up. The way we wrap things up over here is with um, something that we do. It's kind of like a hall of fame moment. It's, it's past broadcast moments. And this one, we go all the way back to one week ago <laughs> because we got sniped. I, we didn't even re- Maybe it's happening again. Now. I don't even know. We got sniped by stuttering John Melendez. Who didn't find us at first because he typed WATP into YouTube and went, I don't see Carl. I don't. I don't think he's on. <laughs> what the channel's called anyway. Doesn't matter. So um, this is him sniping us last week, and Christian's very excited about this. He's grinning ear to ear just to uh, to check this out. Oh, I got I got to play our uh, music first.
2: Might have happened a long long time ago but let's discuss with carl and christian who are these
5: moments in broadcasting history
1: and this was history i think this is the first time i've been sniped by stuttering john and he does a good job with it oh we're christian, you are, you are now you're, you're a, a talker uh, about the fact geez. you can't tell well, well, like that on youtube
0: you're like the worst broadcasting i'm you. to think that we silent mic. i'm gonna think that we're off you so. talking about me. Yeah. What, yeah. It, that was what? my favorite part about the clip is that uh, Eric didn't even get it when I sent it to you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yes. You're, you're as, as uh, useful to this show as Mike Morse is to the Shuli network is what he's saying. Yeah. Say.
2: I, I well, wish yeah. I knew all these references, but I, I don't, I don't follow all this fucking shit. It's I don't fine. know what asshole is fucking it's with it's the it. other asshole. So I didn't it's know what was up.
1: It's almost like you have a job, Eric. It's almost like Right,
2: right. But that's
1: fantastic. Well, what John John does, because this guy named Kevin Brennan praised him for this, so now John thinks it's a a great bit, is when he's sniping you, he'll zoom in on one person or two people. So right there, he was zoomed in on me and Christian, because that's where the comedy really comes in. And then when he realized that we were just broadcasting and doing a show, he didn't know what to do, and... This, this went on for a little while longer than this. Chris uh, had just pulled this 12 seconds. But John had nothing for any of this. It did not work at all. So I hope he said this always,
2: I would be afraid to do that because you really, I yeah. mean, to be able to think on your feet like that and just take uh, stone cold, Uh, Like in in music, we used to do sight reading when I used to play in band. And they just give you the fucking thing and play it. And it always sucks shit when you first do it. It's like, how do you expect to come up with a joke just like that? Jesus Christ.
0: Well, well, some people can do it. But uh, John and uh, Chad Zumach are people who snipe. uh, They do whole shows where they snipe. And it's a lot of like, look at this guy. This guy's an idiot, right? But I, I have to say, the fact that he told, he's stuttering John Melendez saying, you're the worst broadcaster in the world, directed it at me. I could not have been happier. That really made my day. As much fun as I had well, just had doing the show with goes, you guys.
1: Does this guy ever shut up? And I was like, is he reading my notes now? Let's go Does John <laughs> have this insight. So I've been watching for a few seconds. It's very impressive. Uh, yeah. Dang lizard coming in with another five euros says you can be happy that SJ didn't type. Why do they podcast? Mwahaha. <laughs> That's 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 the other uh, thing, Eric, is that John has put together a thing called Why Do They Podcast? And it's a spoof on our little intro for our YouTube videos. And he plays it usually three times in a row and then usually 15 times per episode because he's so Uh, proud of it.
0: And apparently he couldn't find any actual pictures of our friend Carl. And uh, he got a guy that does not look like you. (laughs) But he put, like, walrus teeth or whatever he did. So it makes it funny.
2: Um, Yeah. I. I have never seen your teeth look fucked up, by the way. I've seen you in person. and I, What the fuck are people talking about, Carl? Your teeth are fucking fine. They're not
1: great. They could be better. But thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. We have
0: hung out a couple times.
1: Fucking
2: stupid.
0: And Sp- I, I Spoken will like say, somebody who's having his accommodations provided for the magic <laughs> and, bag in just two weeks. So. And Eric,
1: I mean, I think you can attest to this. I'm still a pretty good kisser, even with my teeth like
0: this. <laughs> Dude, you're the
1: best
2: kisser, <laughs> they Carl. don't get in the way. I love the way you kiss.
1: Dang lizard! Another two euros. Mensa Melendez destroyed WATP. He sure did. We were we've been really reeling did. all week. The the conversation between the three of us has just been. So do we just hang it up and call it quits, yeah. or
0: what do we do with this now? Well, I, I, I felt that way after I read the WATP Reddit, but then John really reinforced <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> he got us really good. All I like right.
2: how you guys try to talk them through it. Like, hey, stick with us. It's only episode three or four. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck off and die. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> principal uncertainty says R I P W A T B. I I know. I know yeah. principal uncertainty. It's uh hey, we had it's a good rough. run. We did a month. All right. Not bad. Better than I was predicting. So all good. All right. How do we wrap things up on this show? I never remember
0: what we do. Well, uh, I, I know we uh, we got to get in our plugs. Ah, then, yes, plugs. Uh, I, I, always, I always workshop a, 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 a sign-off, and uh, I'll try again this week. But I'll let everybody know that I have a podcast called The Blackcast because everybody loves me on here so much. I know you want more of me. So you can go to The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, or you can tweet at me or X at me, Christian DMZ, and tell me how much you love the show.
2: Didn't you discuss uh, Blue Beetle the other day? Wasn't that – didn't I pick uh, up on that?
0: A couple of weeks ago I did a blue ago? beetle special. Yeah. And There you uh, go. Yeah. C- Carl was on a show with uh, someone uh, Chrissy Mari's friend who apparently did not enjoy Blue Beetle but Oh uh, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh you can catch me the Eric St. Joe podcast wherever you download shows. I do a free one every day and then I do a Patreon, but just check out the free one and uh, you know, see if you like it. I do a lot of talking about personal stories, things like that, and stupid shit. And you sent me a
0: clip, Eric. You had a really big guest last week. I did. Glitch McConnell
2: joined us. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yes, yes. I have a guy that uh, joins us from time to time. So there you go. The Eric Zane Show podcast, wherever you download shows.
1: Excellent. And, of course, whoarethese.com is where you can go to find this show. Also, who are these podcasts, who are these socials, a show I do with my buddy Blind Mike Geary every Thursday at 6 on this YouTube channel. also has its own RSS feed. And, of course, thecreepoff.com, the only true crime podcast made for guys. And you can check that out every Monday at 1 p.m. live on the Creepoff YouTube channel. Or you can just listen to us whenever, at your leisure, I should say. Uh, when you subscribe to the RSS feed of our podcast, wherever you enjoy find podcasts, who's your friend here, Eric? Who are you showing off? This is Bruce. This is Bruce, hey, the Bruce? French Bulldog. He looks like a Bruce. That, uh, that he hates works. me right now. He hates me right now. Uh, I bet he. I bet he makes that face all the time. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think he looks like a piazza, but whatever. Whoa! This <laughs> smells like sperm. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Carl. <laughs> okay, if you say so all right let's uh, let's let's hear your amazing um sign off here i'm excited for it
0: well this is christian blatt reminding you every mic is a hot mic and every seat is a hot seat as long as Vinny polino sitting in it
3: who <laughs> these broadcasts are doing the work for people the mainstream media makes tremendous mistakes. Let's find out. Oh, come on. It's no joke. We are doing it. We are having fun. Or these broadcasters are making sure you get the narrative. Carl Christian, both are doing a tremendous job. Probably the best job anyone has ever done. Lots of people are saying that the best broadcast there ever was. Or these broadcasters is on your site to observe and report. <laughs> Who are these broadcasters with Carl and Christian?
0: You know, folks, it's really no different than a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a
5: firefighter running into a burning building. It's what they do.